0: Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 67 of the We Are Speaking Podcast. During each weekly 30-minute episode, we address some of our favorite topics, including American history and culture, government, education, and politics from a Black perspective. We are very glad you are joining us today. The podcast is brought to you by our company, the Global Creative Community Branding and Marketing Academy. We offer branding and marketing services to independent authors and creative professionals like us, Including valuable ebooks, online training, and small group coaching. You can find out more with the link and QR code in the show notes. Keith and I have also published several fiction, sci fi fantasy, and non fiction books. Very soon we're opening a Shopify website where you can preview and purchase our books outside of Amazon. As a free or paid subscriber to the We Are Speaking publication, You can access the podcast episodes through the website or on your favorite podcast player. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and TuneIn. My name is Pamela Hilliard Owens, and I am one of the co-hosts of We Are Speaking, in partnership with my husband and business partner, Keith Owens, who also wrote and performed the intro and outro music for the podcast. And speaking of Keith, here he is. Hi, Keith. Good to be here. This week, we're going to discuss what we think are the top five news stories, as hard as it is to choose just five. Monday, November 13th, 2023. Last Sunday, South Carolina Republican Senator Tim Scott, the only black Republican in the the Senate, suspended his campaign for the 2024 presidential election that he started just last May. After a promising start, Scott had trouble getting his campaign out of the single digits, and also had trouble with fundraising. He tried to position himself as a hopeful candidate, but his policies were just as far right as the rest of the Republican field. Scott Scott also clung to the tired meme of being raised by a single parent in a low-income environment, but he also maintained that President Lyndon Johnson's 1965 Great Society and other social programs were worse for black people than slavery. Seriously? Seriously? Now, everything wrong with Scott, Tim Scott. First of all, he was appointed by no other than Nikki Haley to to fill an empty Senate seat. That's how he got in the Senate in the first place. He is also, while not quite a Christian nationalist, he said that everything that he decides is based on the Bible. And there's nothing really wrong with that, except when you try to put your religious beliefs on with everybody else. He was against women's reproduction. He was against abortion. Not abor- reproduction. Well, well, no, well, well abortion and, and women's reproductive rights. And I right, say that right. because a lot of people forget that it's more than abortion. When they, when they close down these clinics, they're, t- they're closing down uh, health care for women, for uh, vaginal surgery and vaginal cancer and things like that. But most importantly, miscarriages. 20% of pregnancies end in miscarriage for one reason or another. And when a woman has a miscarriage, the, the fetus or even the tissues have to be flushed out of her body or she could get septus and other infections. And so they forget that. They, they equate abortion and miscarriage and they're not the same thing. There are, there are women just in the last few, couple of years since Dobbs was defeated that women have almost died in a parking lot because they could not be treated for a, a, a miscarriage which happens, like I said, in 20% of the pregnancies. So, and that and and all the other, you know, right-wing things that, you know, Scott believes in and and is purported. He was supposed to be more of a cheerful kind of person, but I won't say happy darky. Okay, a cheerful kind of of senator and a kind of candidate for the Republicans, but... He didn't get much much traction, and now the only people, or the only Republicans left in the running besides Trump for the Republican nomination are Nikki Haley, Chris Christie, and Vivek Ramaswamy.
1: Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say it's funny because you mentioned the. Kind of shrug off the happy darky thing, but it, the 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 truth is, I think unfortunately in the Republican Party as they are now, mm-hmm. that's how they view him. Oh, definitely. You know, that's mm-hmm. the only kind of African American they can tolerate. Right, is one who they view will take the role of the happy darky, and that mm-hmm. gets back to the comment that you, uh, talked about. Where he said that the uh, LBJ's great society policy, Lyndon Johnson's great society policies, were worse for black people than slavery. That's so absurd. I mean, it's it's, la- it's beyond. It's not laughable. It's sick. Is mm-hmm. what it really right. is. Mm-hmm. Because that plays into once again the, the self hatred right. of too many African Americans on that side mm-hmm. of the aisle. Not saying all well, black Republicans are that way. Cause that's mm-hmm. not true. But somebody. Such as him who will go to the mat defending people who hate them.
0: Right. And when right. you're
1: talking about the, the fact that LBJ's policies were designed specifically mm-hmm. to help poor people of all you know of of all races, let alone with the Voting Rights Act and the Civil Rights right. Act, mm-hmm. and what they did right. uh, before that, and then but then to say that they were worse, and, and see what he's doing is he's he's sacrificing his people, his race. To make white people feel better, right, right, exactly. and, and and that's that's unforgivable.
0: I like think exactly, exactly, exactly. So that you know, it, it was he surprised everybody. You know, he just kind of was on a radio, a right wing radio show, and just blurted it out. Even his own staff didn't know he was going to suspend it. <laughs> so I mean, that, well, that tells you a lot about right. him. <laughs> okay, Tuesday, November fourteenth, twenty twenty three. I'm sorry,
1: noises with mine, right?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: right. So the in Tuesday, November 4th, 14th, like we said, the, the Supreme Court reported that on Monday it issued its first ever code of conduct. Chief Justice John Roberts laughingly said that the 15 page document was to correct misunderstandings that only the uh, Supreme Court of the United States uh, SCOTUS judges justices regarded themselves unrestricted by any ethics rules. Yeah, right. Over the past several months, verified reports have been published about how Associate Justice Samuel Alito and especially Associate Justice Clarence Thomas have received tens of thousands of dollars in gifts, trips, and other perks that they did not disclose as required by law from individuals and companies in future cases before the court. And what's so unfortunate about this, and because this obviously came up with several things that are unfortunate Mm -hmm. about because. This obviously came about because of the pressure that was uh, that they call themselves being immune to that right. whatever the public thinks they don't care, but it was it was getting too high. I mean they've all they've had their approval rating has has gone in the toilet. People mm-hmm. don't trust anything that they do. They see they're beginning to see the, uh, which colors the decisions that they make as being more politically motivated. Mm -hmm. And that hasn't, and uh, amazingly, over the years, for the most part, that has not been a problem. Whether, whether we're, you know, conservatives or liberals, Uh, people still viewed it. If it was a Supreme Court decision, Mm -hmm. it was a Supreme Court decision. Mm -hmm. And that was just the way that people saw it. Now, with with Justice Thomas, who's had uh, more than one instance of taking, uh, as large my six figures uh, six figures worth of money you know, in terms of the large what's that you call the uh,
0: yeah, oh yeah that, that his recreational vehicle Recre- right, recreational huge. vehicle
1: which was, was like $250,000 recreational vehicle which he did not have to repay the loan at all he paid right. the interest for a few years and then that was and then that was repaid he said he, he, taking these huge, once again five six figure vacations that are completely paid for I uh,
0: had his mother's house I well, had his mother's bought and
1: paid mm-hmm. for and, and so he, he which essentially said as a court that he has bought and paid mm-hmm. for because he has not recused himself from cases that have come before him that are of interest to all the people that have given him this right, money. Right.
0: And I want to give a quick shout out mm-hmm. to ProPublica, an mm-hmm. independent yeah. journalism organization. The ones they they are the ones that broke these stories right. and kept on it
1: for months. Exactly, ProPublica mm-hmm. broke mm-hmm. that story, and and that and they and and they've stayed on it. Right. They stayed right. on it. The other thing that's unfortunate about that, obviously, is that in terms of mm-hmm. what that does to the court mm-hmm. and. Just from an African American perspective, to have someone like Thomas take the place Mm -hmm. of Justice Thurgood Marshall, but just, not just to be right wing. I mean, that's okay. If you're conservative, fine, but to be that corrupt.
0: Right. Exactly. And to be basically,
1: basically, he's the most corrupt Supreme Court justice on the court. Right. Right now. And he still will not recuse himself. And he still, and, and then his, and then you get to his wife, who once again, Jenny Jenny Thomas. Thomas, who, where they try and, want to they they must mistake the public for idiots Well, they mm-hmm. think that, that they don't talk about each other's business right I um, mean he does not talk about c- uh, cases and he basically has no idea that she's over here supporting the January 6th insurrection that, of course he never knew had no part of it and you he just he's shocked to find out about it but again we're not talking about his wife is conservative she's mm-hmm. whack. She's right. crazy. She's an election denier. Mm-hmm. She was supportive of the January sixth insurrection. She helped Dur- with the funding oh, of
0: buses to get people. Did get people Washington, to the insurrection?
1: Mm-hmm. And this and this is the wife of a Supreme Court justice. Right. Right. So this and you mentioned Alito, and of course he had his issues too. Mm-hmm. And and so there, it's a problem. But the oh, but and then finally. With Justice Thomas, mm-hmm. the ju- not Thomas. I'm sorry, Alito. No, no the- Roberts. Roberts, Justice, mm-hmm. Ro- Roberts. Chief Justice Roberts, Chief Justice Roberts. Mm-hmm. As has been pointed out before, the real problem is that their basic is the, the these they gave they they, he, they did the least possible. Right. Oh yeah. They, yeah, they did yeah. The, the least yeah, possible. That, yeah. This and,
0: code, this code yeah. of conduct has mm-hmm. no no teeth, mm-hmm. no no way to make them to make them actually adhere to it. Right. No no ramifications if they don't. Nothing. It's not just so, like a, right. and a he document that said. In. And for him to say that this
1: is in response to misunderstanding, it's not. ProPublica was not what well, is investigate misunderstanding. That's right. We mm-hmm. know what you did. Exactly. It's clear what you did. Mm-hmm. And for but for them to play it off like that, it makes it worse in terms of public perception because you're not acknowledging that there's a problem. Right. You're simply you're saying really the problem is us that we're right. too stupid to understand. So let's just clear it up.
0: Why are you bothering us well, yeah. why are you being mean, well, yeah, to, yeah, us? mean to us I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, that, so that's unfortunate exactly exactly and now a quick word from our sponsor the podcast is brought to you by our company the team owens 313 global creative community branding and marketing academy we offer branding and marketing services to independent authors and creative professionals like us including valuable ebooks online training and small group coaching you can find out more with the link and the qr code in the show notes <clears throat> Keith and I have also published several fiction, sci-fi, fantasy, and non-fiction books. Soon, we are opening a Spotify website where you can preview and purchase... Shopify. Shopify. I keep saying Spotify. <laughs> Shopify. You are, They sound alike. <laughs> right. Shopify website where you can preview and purchase our books outside of Amazon. And as a free or paid subscriber to the we are speaking publication you can access the podcast episodes through the website or on your favorite podcast player we are available on apple podcasts google play stitcher spotify there's spotify and tune in and now back to the podcast on wednesday november 15th 2023 The House Democrats once again had to rescue the country from the dangerous policies and votes of the MAGA Republican House members who wanted the government to shut down on November 17th if they didn't get the cuts to social programs that they wanted. But not only social programs, they want to cut the budget of the IRS because the IRS is successfully going after wealthy tax cheats, which are, of course, their friends. Mm -hmm. So so in addition to social programs, they wanted uh, funding cut for the IRS. Right. The Christian Nationalist House Speaker Mike Johnson, Republican from Louisiana, proposed an unprecedented, two-part stopgap policy that would fund some government programs through January 19, 2024, and the rest through February 2, 2024. 209 of the 212 House Democrats voted for the bill, while only 127 of the 223 House Republicans did so. So Johnson, the House Speaker, needed the Democrats because they had to have a two-thirds majority vote. And if only 127 of the 425 (laughs) Congress people voted for it, that was nowhere near the the two-thirds majority. So the Democrats had to come to the rescue again. But again, though, however, there's no funding either for Ukraine or Israel included in the bill. And the Senate had to pass the bill. And the, had to pass the bill, and the President Biden had to sign it before midnight on Friday, and the and, and the House bill was passed on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. The the cruelty and ineffectiveness. As a matter of fact, there was a Republican congressman who got up on the floor. I think it was Wednesday, and screamed at his Republican c- colleagues, mm-hmm. saying, "We have done nothing." You know, every two years, a new Congress starts. So this is the 118th Congress. And believe it or not, it seems like such a long time ago. But it was just last January that they had to have 15 votes to get Kevin McCarthy as House Speaker. Right. And then nine months later, he's out as House Speaker. They have the, the Republicans have done nothing. They have not passed any laws. They haven't done anything but fight each other and have these culture wars and make a scene for for uh, sound bites for their for their commercials. They've done nothing for the people. All you know, and and so it's becoming obvious when even one you know, of their own colleagues said, "How can we go back?" To our, you know, our constituents at home, what can we tell them? We haven't done anything. This was the Republicans saying that, and the cruelty of the of the of the MAGA Republicans who want to shut down all the programs that help people, and shut down the programs that hurt their friends. But mostly the programs that help people, they could care less. They could care less about child care. They could care less about oh <laughs> the infrastructure bill, which has brought in billions of dollars and and tens of thousands of jobs. Every single Republican voted against it. All these new roads and bridges and everything being built. But when it's in their district, they're right there at the ribbon cutting like they had something to do with it. They voted against it. And so we just kind of have to try to get through this and get the House back next year. Right. No, I was going
1: mm-hmm. to say, when you talk about all the Republicans that voted against the bill, mm-hmm. that includes the Republican who says, what am I going to tell my people?
0: Exactly. He voted against uh, it He
1: too. voted against it too. Mm-hmm. So this is the thing. I, he was talking even, about
0: in general, they have done nothing. Oh, exactly.
1: But mm-hmm. but we need to keep in mind, we can't let them off the hook. Oh You no. voted for this. Right. Exactly. You exactly. voted against these policies. Right. So when you say, what do I tell people? You voted against something that could have been taken back to you. Exactly. exactly. And now you're saying, what I'm going to tell them, well, you're part of the problem. <laughs> you're not speaking out against Right. These, these radical right wing until the last midnight. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean what's happening is at, at this last belated moment is dawning on them when that they do have to go home at some
0: right. point. As a matter of I fact, think- they did go home. They They voted on Wednesday. Johnson sent them home yesterday. They won't be back until after Thanksgiving. So they're home for a week and a half. And ha- and they
1: have to hear from their people, from from the constituents, I should say, and, and, and other and other times, and that's and that's what's beginning to happen, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and and not even for, obviously that's a problem for the purple right. Republicans, right, where right. They're, they're in, in, in districts where Biden won the state, but right they won, right but eighteen of them. them, right, but okay, good, and it's eighteen, but it's also a problem for the others because when when they're when all these problems when when they're wondering what. What are you doing? Because it really starts to point out that it's really a relative handful who are just the ones who want to start destroying the government. The other people need things done. Right. And it was, it basically, to a degree, it was like, to, with them, it's, it was fun while it lasted. Right, exactly. Okay, we exactly. got to, we got to storm the Capitol and we got to wave the Confederate flag and mm-hmm. we, and we got to get on TV and shout mean things about Biden mm-hmm. Pelosi. But when it, but now, they're saying, okay, this is two years right. since that those guys are in jail, right? And on all you're doing now, you're still stomping your foot and screaming. Nothing has happened, right? Nothing has changed, and so the, and that's becoming a real a problem, real problem for, them. for
0: them. Yes, especially as we get into 2024, and and members of the, the House, every House member has to run for reelection right. every two years. So all of them are up for election next right. year. All of them, all of them, and. This, oh, this one, the next one is yours. Yeah. Okay. Thursday, Thursday, December. What was that? No. No, Thursday, November 16th. 16th, right. right.
1: November okay. November 16th. And in early, in early January of 2020, excuse me, Joe Biden lost both the Iowa caucus and the New Hampshire primary, but he decisively won the South Carolina primary. Which was
0: next. Right,
1: right, right. Helped in great part by the support of Congressman Jim Clyburn. <laughs> who was urged to do that by his wife and daughters, I right. believe who rallied to get black voters to the polls. Yeah. Cause this, uh, Congressman Clyburn, matter of fact, said his wife said, if you want to win, right, exactly. you need to get, you need to get mm-hmm, behind Biden. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, both Iowa and New Hampshire are overwhelmingly white while South Carolina is much more representative of the diverse American electorate. After the South Carolina win, all of the remaining democratic candidates dropped out and gave their support to Joe Biden last year. President Biden and the Democratic National Committee (DNC) the DNC mm-hmm. asked New Hampshire to give to give up its first in the nation primary spot, so that South Carolina could be first in 2024. This just will be more represented, right? You know right. things change. However, New Hampshire on Wednesday scheduled its presidential primary for January 23rd. Again,
0: to be first. To be first. In Iowa is a caucus, so New right. Hampshire is a primary. There's right. different
1: So, so the Democratic National Committee is expected to punish New Hampshire. By reducing the number of delegates it can send to the Democratic National Convention, making the state insignificant in the race for the party's nomination, <laughs> the the, the dis- <laughs> yeah yeah everybody say rut roll <laughs> The dispute also affects Biden, whose name won't appear on the New Hampshire primary ballot. That's not going to matter. Right. Um, maybe Congressman maybe Congressman Dean Phillips, who's running against Biden in the Hampshire in the primaries, wins New Hampshire. Will think that he's the number one Democratic contender. For the nomination, but just like in 2021, Biden will crush him in South Carolina, and that's mm-hmm. true. The other thing, though, is that, well, first of all, with New Hampshire, because mm-hmm. we're talking about obviously the the effect of third party candidates who are right, throwing right, things, right, right. throwing a monkey wrench in the proceedings. But also, New Hampshire, they're acting, they're acting. Well, I won't say like Trump, but they're acting like a toddler, right? Right. Because they're they're so stuck, we have to be first. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I and I don't and I think that yeah, the Democratic Party is is punishing him. But I don't even know if punishing is the right word. They're just setting things right. Exactly. exactly. Okay. They've been in that position far too long. Right. You know, they decades, should, decades. Decades. They should have been removed from there decades they, ago. They don't represent the party. Not just the country. They don't represent the party. And
0: it's these a, candidates, they go to Iowa, which right. is not only overwhelmingly white, but it's like this big. Right, that, right. And they spend all this money and all this time in Iowa. And I think back in, in 2008, I think... Barack Obama won Iowa, yeah. yeah, or, right. no, right. mm-hmm. won Iowa and lost New Hampshire. Yeah, I think that's right. I think you're right. He won
1: Iowa and lost New Hampshire.
0: And so both Iowa and New Hampshire, they, they, they're they they're puffed up in their importance. Right. And when you look at the overall American electorate, that's why South Carolina should go first. Right.
1: And also because, and this thing, unfortunately, <laughs> beating up on the media again, but it's also because when they're first, the media gives undue importance. Right, right. Because right. when they win Iowa, and then if we win New Hampshire, they make it like there's all these wind in the sails. Right. Like this right. person is off and running. They've won Iowa and they've won New Hampshire, and all this focus, all the cameras, all the stations, all the papers, mm-hmm. they all converge on Iowa, and New Hampshire, like this. This is some major deal that's really going to decide the fate of the campaign, right? And right. that should not be right. And so I think that what's happening now is they're saying this has got to change. You, mm-hmm. this need to have all the focus on on two tiny white states, right? For the Democratic Party it doesn't make any sense. And then as, as far as the third party candidates, they're, they, they don't serve any purpose in this except for spoilers. And I've said before, I don't have problem with third parties, people creating third parties. People have that right. Mm-hmm. Democrats, Republicans do not have a lock and saying that that's not democracy. You shouldn't have any other choice right, in the world. Right, so that's, right. that's not right. But also, I would, you'd like to think that people would think about what is best for the country. Right. Well, they don't
0: because all third party candidates <laughs> right. are running on their own ego. Well, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying is that
1: it's, 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 you, if you're going to run, the idea is to win right. and so if, you, if you're creating a viable campaign Okay, and it, like I said, people—you may still be losing, but if you're losing, but if you're creating a campaign, you get the ground level, you get enough people behind you, you all, all the infrastructure, all the things that are required. <clears throat> that's what I keep saying.
0: These people talking about running for president. Number one, they have no idea what pre— you know what what is entailed in running for president right. and being president. I should say, but of, of the two major parties, at least they have infrastructure on the state level and on the local level. Right. These Green Party and all these other independent they have nothing. They have behind nothing them. and that's the
1: thing that's so embarrassing. So how do they, saying, they think they're oh, going to go right exactly their <laughs> the biggest claim to fame. Even go back to Ralph Nader who I, I, I used to like but mm-hmm. before he became just got too far out there. Right. But again it's 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 the stage, right? Exactly. Okay? What they basically want is to be able to, and the person who came closest to it really was was the crazy little guy Ross Perot, mm-hmm, who actually mm-hmm. ended up having some influence. He didn't win, right? But he had enough votes we could cause some influence. So that what they think is that okay, if we get up here, we make enough noise, then somebody will have to come. Mm-hmm. And, and same thing happens in the primary, right? That's, that was going on with Bernie. He's like, right. okay, I didn't win, but you have to listen to him, right, right? So, that, but these people. Mm-hmm. They, with no infrastructure, within there's nothing there. There's nothing to give any reason to pay attention. Right. They're, they're there long enough to get a camera mm-hmm. on them, so they can speak out their positions. But it's like all you're doing is throwing sand in the gears. You're exactly, not doing anything. Exactly, you're not exactly. creating anything. And it's just it's very and, frustrating. And, and,
0: and the thing about Bernie, he's he's an independent. So, but he expected. Right, right. But he but he caucuses with the Democrats, right. and so does King King from. Oh, Angus King. Angus King from Maine?
1: Yeah, I think it is Maine. I'm pretty sure it's Maine.
0: He's also an independent who caucuses with the Democrats. But Bernie, and I don't know I'm going to make some Bernie... Bernie Bot's mad about, Mm. Bernie Bro's mad about, Bernie expected the Democratic Party, because he caucuses with the Democrats, to, to fund him and, and be behind him against the Democratic candidate. In 2016, it was Hillary, and in 2020, it was, it was Biden. And he, he got mad because the Democratic Party did not support him as a Democrat when he's an independent. He's
1: independent, right. And that exactly, and that, that's exactly right. And,
0: and, and it really did affect, especially in the 2020, Mm. and the 2016. Because too many people voted for Bernie and those other third-party mm-hmm. candidates that re- it changed the electoral college count. People have to remember, Trump only won the electoral college. He mm-hmm. did not win the popular vote. Yeah. And in 2020, Bernie mellowed out a little bit. Mm-hmm. In 2016, he was sitting there with his arms folded and all mad yeah. and everything. In 2020, he was a little bit more amenable to everybody. <clears throat> but it's still... He is an independent. He is not a Democrat. We thank you for, mm-hmm. for caucusing with the Democrats, but you are not a Democrat. So you cannot expect the Democratic Party to support you against other Democratic con- right. candidates.
1: And I think why he's calmed down I mean, also is because he, re- he realized, and again, it makes some Bernie boss mad because people, and I, I love revolution as much as the next person, mm-hmm. but they, he realized, basically, he was being realistic. And that's right. where people hate to hear and sometimes mm-hmm. I do too. But it's, Either you're going to be outside with the arms folded or you're going to be in the room. Right, right,
0: right. And
1: when Biden, President Biden gave him an opportunity to be in the room, not just as a token. Right. Same thing as when President Obama gave Hillary Secretary of State. That wasn't a token. Now, Bernie has a voice. So now he's got a chance not
0: just to say what he says, but also to, to be in the room. Exactly, as as exactly. Of well, he will, well, he'll be able to make more of a difference. Because right. he has some great ideas, oh, but right. he doesn't have anything behind, behind it, it in terms of legislation and, right. and and people on the state state and local right, level. Right, right. Okay, and on Friday, New York Republican congressman. George Anthony DeBolder Santos <laughs> declared that he will not run for re-election in 2024 after a House Ethics Committee report was published that there was substantial evidence that he violated federal law again. The House investigators found that Santos used campaign funds for personal expenses, including some website called Only Friends. I looked it up. It's oh, a, yeah. It's a porn website. Yeah, it is. It it's is. a porn website. And he said he'd never heard of it. another lie. Mm. <laughs> f- filed false or incomplete campaign finance reports and also that he defrauded donors to his campaign. He's only 35, just enough, mm-hmm. just old enough to, to, to run for president mm-hmm. <laughs> he had to be 35. has, and, and he's already been indicted on 23 counts in another federal court, accusing him of stealing from his donors and submitting false election filings. The Republican chairman of the House Ethics Committee, Michael Guest of Mississippi, announced on Friday that he has filed a resolution to force a vote on expelling George Santos from Congress stating that the evidence is more than sufficient to warrant punishment, and the most appropriate punishment is expulsion. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, the reason why they didn't vote on this before is because Kevin McCarthy needed his vote. Mm-hmm. He only had a five-vote 5, five right. vote majority in the House, right. and so he couldn't really afford to lose anyone. But it's just gotten too bad now. And so n- so now uh, the expulsion of Sanders will give the Republicans an even smaller majority, just four votes, And and we need to also think about all the other Republicans that need to be kicked out of Congress Mm -hmm. because they might not have done these financial things and they might not have been indicted by in federal court yet. But some of them are so wrong and so bad and such an embarrassment. If I was a Republican, I'd be so embarrassed by Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Lauren Boebert and all that and, and people like them. And you wonder what what the Republicans see? Don't they have any honor, any pride in anything? No, hey, no obviously not. No. The re-
1: the real lesson behind that is just how desperate they are. Right. If they if if somebody like George Santos, they could not bring themselves to let go from the minute it was apparent. Right, exactly. It was clear as a bell. Mm-hmm. The boy was as corrupt as you could possibly be, liar, a corrupt, would do anything, right. say anything, didn't matter. Mm-hmm. They needed mm-hmm. this number. Same thing with Lauren Boebert. Right. I sitting up there to play with her, giving her boyfriend a hand job. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting in front of kids. And well, again, well, that's mm-hmm. just we, we need her vote. Right. I mean, to, for that for that to be the standard, it just doesn't matter doesn't what you matter. do. What and you and say. one thing I'm
0: going to find out when we come back is if Kathy Hochul, who is the governor of New York, if he's expelled, does she get a chance to um, to to appoint someone to take his I seat? I think she
1: does. But because if we need to check, you're we right check. We need to check that for sure check.
0: because there are several. I think it's seven seats in just in New York State where there are Republicans in districts that were won by Biden. So we need to check that. We need to check that. Okay, so that's all for this week. And a reminder that when you upgrade your Substack subscription to a paid level, you really help to support us on a financial level. You will also benefit us by visiting our website to see what we can offer you with our valuable products and services in the Branding and Marketing (laughs) Academy. Check the show notes for the links and the QR codes. Thanks so much, and we'll be back not next week we're on vacation, but the week after.
1: Yep, week after. See you next time.
0: Okay.